Here are the highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. Visit freetalklive.com for the full episode. Dr. Ron Paul will be guesting on Tuesday, May 31st, 7 p.m. Eastern time on this very program. Like so, in studio? I don't think so. Oh, I believe it's a, it's a call-in thing, but... But uh, I don't quote me on that. Okay. I don't. I don't actually know. My guess is that it's you know he'll call in or you know okay. otherwise remote in in some way, shape, or form. But you would have to check with our producers, okay, to to get an answer to that question. He will be on the show, however, on Tuesday. So be sure to tune in. You can listen on whatever radio station you're listening to now. If they broadcast us live from 7 p.m. until 10 p.m. Eastern time, or you can tune in over at freetalklive.com. We don't know why you'd want to look at all of us. We have faces for radio, but we also do stream video live over at video.freetalklive.com. And uh, if all else fails, you can go over to lrn.fm and listen to the audio there live, either you know on your mobile device or through a an ancient magic rectangle known as a PC. Nice. So... Wow. Is is Dr. Paul coming with like an agenda or an announcement or is it just a surprise? I, this is all I know. Okay. Yes. The, you've reached the end of my knowledge of okay. the subject. It was actually just- <laughs> You'll have to, to tune in. Yeah. You'll have to tune in, Richie Rich. I saw the Facebook post. And I was like, ooh, I'm going to ask more about it when I get to the studio. Yes. And, yeah. and ask you have. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like when the cop asks, hey, can I ask you your name? You're like, you, you, you can. Yes, certainly may. You can ask. I have said some things that people have taken as, well, you're against Dr. Ron Paul. So have I. Because he, well, he did operate as a statist. He was a legislator. Absolutely. Now, uh, did he, you know, is he better than most legislators? Yes. Did he bring a whole bunch of people to the philosophy of freedom uh, where, you know, whereas no other legislatures (laughs) have ever done so, right? Yes, absolutely. He did. So I just want to make it clear. I am a fan. You know, I also have to point out because there is some inconsistencies with right. him operating within the state to for the purpose of bringing people to liberty. So, and I'm generally with you on that. Yeah, and I, I don't want to call it a criticism or a critique, but the the confounding thing to me, right, is he got he got all those people that far, right, and then left them in the political realm. So you have all these like who could be good outside the system. Like, let's do some agorism and make real changes. Right, yeah. People just doing political stuff. I'm like, ah. Oh, he left them in the so Republican close. Party. Right. Right. They're about, yeah. yeah. Around you know, there. Or, or call it the Libertarian Party. Right. You know, on the campaign the, the trail. But I, I always remember, like, on C-SPAN, they'd always have the congressional vote, and it was yays, 539, or whatever, yeah. and no, one. Ian does not like to brag about himself. Right when something good happens to him, or something you know uh, that 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 he is involved in, that he did, that you know, even his activism for that matter, outside of like posting videos of his activism up on you know the different video channels, um, you know, that's about the extent of his sort of hey everybody, I did this and this is my you know he he's more of a I'll show you by doing my activism than I'm going to tell you about my activism. So I think that it stands in incredibly stark contrast to him being prosecuted by the federal authorities that Mr. Ian Freeman is being presented with the Gene Burns Memorial Award for Freedom of Speech. Well-deserved. Well-deserved, uh, particularly as the founder of this show. Uh, I There is not another show that 
really lives freedom of speech the way this particular program does. I treat me being able to sit here and do this show with all your listeners and and Mm. all the the co-hosts, I treat that as uh, an honor, if you will, uh, for me to be here on this show. It is, as near as I can tell, the only radio show that does what we do. I've, nobody else has been able to send me a link to another show or a website or whatever that does what we do from the perspective of freedom, peace, liberty, and prosperity. And no other host or radio personality that does that level of activism outside the radio show right. that, as you said, goes mostly uncredited. I can't think of anybody more deserving of this award, uh, even those people that I just mentioned. Right, I, I don't consider a uh, a Rush Limbaugh, a Howard Stern, uh, a Glenn Beck, a Matt, maybe Matt Drudge. He's done some liberty oriented hmm. stuff, but like I don't consider those like pillars of freedom of speech. Right, I do consider Ian Freeman a pillar Absolutely. of freedom and speech. So congratulations those, to him. But those people are big in talk radio. So to to expand talk radio, yeah. those pioneers led the way. Whether you believe Howard Stern or Rush Limbaugh, at least the talk radio as a format has has paved the way with their, you know. Oh, yeah. Ago. I think Howard right. Stern yeah. deserves to be up there. No, yeah. I mean, yeah. they're definitely respected people in right. talk radio. Whether you believe them or not, it I'm doesn't just, matter. I'm just talking about specifically freedom of speech. Right. Yeah. I can't say that Howard Stern has done anything for freedom of speech. Okay. Right. I mean, he's been a shock jock. Okay. So maybe that, maybe well, he that pushes pushed, the envelope. Maybe he yeah. pushed some limits. But like. Mm. I, I think uh, Mr. Ian Freeman and this particular show that he founded and has been running for a couple of decades uh, has done m- more for freedom, freedom of speech right, than, right. Than, than, than these particular guys. My right. opinion. Yeah. Form your own opinion. You know, whoever you like, you like. But uh, Dilly dilly. I also know that he doesn't like to brag, and so I wanted to make sure we spent the time bragging for him. My grandfather, uh, I think on my biological mom's side of the family, he used to listen to Paul Harvey. Harvey. Good day. Nice. Good day. That's the rest of the, of the story. story. Yeah. The and King now the rest of the story. I, I distinctly <laughs> remember him. And, uh, you know, I would say he's my earliest talk radio. Right. He always came in sure. after the news, I think. Like the news he, break. He then kind of was a little, the news. Or it was like a little segment with him. No, or no it, it was, it was, it was like a full show and he would like page two. Right. And then read right, a right. full thing. Page three. <laughs> right? Page three was like the it. commercial. Yeah. Like, yeah, I I assume he had actual physical copy in front of him because, you know, computers didn't exist yet. <laughs> he was just flipping yeah. through the newspaper. Right. Yeah. So the morning periodicals. Uh, there is something that I want to mention because we spent a lot of time uh, yesterday and the day before uh, talking about the Uvalde school shooting and the lazy ass cops who stood around and didn't do a damn thing. Uh, Apparently the border agent, I don't know if this was covered, the border agent that actually went in, they'd like touted it, border guard showed up. He was just a parent. Yep. He like left from the barber's yeah. du- uh, uh, shop. Oh, right. I heard Grabbed about the that. barber's yeah. gun and like went and saved the day. And and there was, I mentioned it uh, yesterday, there was a, a lady, uh, a mom, she drove 40 miles when she found out, because kids were calling her, texting their parents yeah. from inside the school. When cops are present at what they call an active shooter event, and they do nothing... Are they actually there? <laughs> I mean, if if they have no duty, which the Supreme Court has you know, ruled over and over, if they have no duty to protect you or your children or people inside of a government facility, at the very least, then their only real purpose is to 
what? Harass you? Collect evidence and write the report. Well, or or be the pi- road pirates. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> right. To extort you. Extort yeah. you. Hey, and handcuff that mom. Otherwise threaten you <laughs> and, you know, rain all sorts of tyranny upon you and your family and you your friends. You would think that would be the wake-up call. One right? would hope that would be the wake-up like call. If you're yeah. going to have cops... Right. I don't want to say that we need, you know, government police. Right. But if you're going to have a security agency doing security duties, serving and protecting, right, active shooter situation is when you want them to like spring into action and do the job that they were hired to do. Yes. Right. And not the extortion and the racketeering and whatever on the side. Handcuffing moms. Right. That. Or tackling the dad and tasing people. Right. No. You don't do that. You go in there. Right. That's it. If we're, if we're going to have, if you want to, if you want to play the game of oh, we need the police, like that's the time. Listening to all of you make important mention of whistleblowing and freedom of speech, what comes to my mind immediately is Edward Snowden. Oh, yes. and Julian Assange. Yes. Right. Yes, both of those people. In fact, both Chelsea Manning of them. and Chelsea Manning. Right for to that. Uh, oh yes, well. I forgot about her. I beg your pardon. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, and Snowden, like, first of all, he's not a U.S. citizen anymore, and so, like, for them to even consider prosecuting him, and all these other countries are sort of just allowing it and going along with it. Like, there should be, you know, some sort of like, hey, uh, he's not even a citizen of your country. You know, Julian Assange. Julian Assange, yes. Thank you. Sorry, not Snowden. I think Julian the Assange. American authorities, as you said, authority, <laughs> I loved it, by the way, they're embarrassed. Oh, uh, yes, they certainly are. Uh, With both of them. Yeah. And uh, I think that the world actually needs more people like Julian Assange and Edward Snowden uh, to point out the evils that this organization of thugs and goons uh, that most people refer to as government, uh, you know, preys upon people on a daily basis. Enlinelaw.com uh, has a fact check. Do police have a duty to protect individuals? No. Generally, the police have no duty to protect you is the headline from com. Here's a couple of references from the Wikipedia uh, Lozito versus New York City, the DeShano versus Winnebago County, and Castle Rock versus Gonzalez. So there's three more to look up. Yeah. So there you have it. Uh, no duty to protect you, your families, your children. None. Zero. Zilch. Nil. So if that's true, which it appears to be, what is their purpose? What is their primary function? Revenue generation. It must be. Revenue generation and, well, protecting the government from us. Yeah. Right, it's like uh, it's like the bit about these thin blue line guys. Right, right. it's a thin yellow line now. It's the police line do not cross. Oh, what oh, was that? Because it's cowardly. No, what's the the, the, the tape they put up? What's the, the thin yellow tape. line? Yeah, yeah the caution tape. tape. Yeah. yeah, the police line do not cross. It's yeah. a thin yellow line. Well, I thought uh, it was because they were wetting themselves. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was because they're acting as cowards, like they did at Uvalde. Right, right. We don't blue, want anyone past. Right. We're in charge on the other side of the yellow line. You stay on that side. Yeah. No, it's intimidation. It's revenue generation. I discovered a word the other day. 
you guys know I'm a fan of the portmanteau. Yes. For those of you who don't know what a portmanteau is, it's when you take one word and combine it with another word that immediately makes sense, like uh, enormous and gigantic becomes ginormous. Uh, or humongous and gigantic becomes gigantic, stuff like that, right? Strategic. Jim Timidation. Jim Timidation. We mentioned that earlier in a segment. Torrible. That's a, a portmanteau. No, that's just a mispronunciation. Oh. Terrible. Strategery? No? No, that's just, okay. that's just dumb. Right. I think. <laughs> that's the only thing I can think of on top of my so head. So I discovered the other day that there's a word, and it's called the Ukraine bow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just give it a couple of days. We're almost to rainbow season. Now, Ukraine bow, right? <laughs> and so the only reference that I could find uh, as far as a visual was this uh, from theweek.com. They have a political cartoon that, of course, shows uh, some bombings and then a body of water and then this blue and gold two-stripe rainbow that ends at a big pot of gold uh, with a tag on it that says Ukraine, the pot of gold is labeled U.S. Congress. Oh, that's the money laundering operation. Very good, Steve oh, Classic. Thank you. You get... I'm awake. Well, nothing. Uh, that's okay. <laughs> In fact, you get uh, your dollar worth less than it was before. <laughs> All the, uh, the gun upheaval and whatnot, it took them 50 years, but they finally hung a felony on me, so I lost my gun rights. Well, oh. here in Michigan, I'm still allowed to have uh, black powder, you know, front loaders. Like nice. musket? And uh, I stopped Probably an inline too, but anyway, I mean they make six. They make six guns, so I could carry a brace of pistols around. And but uh, uh, it's classified as a club under state law. Interesting. Now, is that not screwy? Whoa, that is screwy. Now, could you, um, you know, I don't know, like grab some duct tape and some supports, and I don't know, like sort of attach two or three of them together <laughs> to make one sort of mecca club, mega club. <laughs> well. Okay, so the more likely thing that you would do is like cowboy style, carry two, and cowboy yeah, reload. Exactly. So then you get two, you get twelve shots. Oh, if you can't, if you can't take down your target in twelve shots, run. I forget, uh, Richie. Rich here is a uh, a certified uh, firearms instructor. Yes. And so old, you, old, old Josie Wales, used to carry a set of forty fours on his hip and a set of thirty sixes on his saddles. What does that add so up to? He had twenty four shots. <laughs> Very good. Thank you. I was told there would be no math, so I apologize. I wanted to encourage your listeners to homeschool. Please do. Go ahead. Encourage away. That's it. Just want to encourage them. Do it. So I live in Florida, and our homeschool laws are fairly lenient from people that I've heard from other states. But um, anyway, my oldest son was three years old when I decided to quit work. And I thought if I'm going to be a stay-at-home mom, I'm going all in. I'm going to homeschool. And we didn't live in a great school district and all this. But I just felt like I wasn't pleased with what I was getting so far. So why would it ever get any better? Hey, uh, Bambi, are you, like, standing still, walking around? Like, your signal kind of goes in and out a little bit. Sounds like you're prancing through a forest. We live in the country now. And so, unfortunately, we don't have great service. Can you guys hear me? Yep. Yep. We can hear you. Go ahead. Okay. Um. So it got to the point that I decided we could live on beans and rice if we had to, because I I made I made really good money in my career. I was an accountant with a utility corporation in our area, oh, yeah. and I had a great job. And um, so we just for our family, my husband and I decided that I was going to homeschool, and he quit his job. And 
started his own business. Hey, Daily Digest listeners, this is Riley Blake. I enjoy Free Talk Live, and I know you do too, but finding time to listen to an entire episode isn't always easy, so I produce the Daily Digest. I appreciate those of you who have supported me on Patreon and sent Bitcoin to me to thank me for producing these digests. For those who wish to support me on Patreon, visit patreon.com slash crblake86. If you wish to send Bitcoin, visit patreon.com slash crblake86 for those details. That's patreon.com slash crblake86. Thank you. Why would anybody on planet Earth turn their children over to an organization of violence who is responsible for the most heinous crimes of all time uh, for yeah. you know eight hours a day, whatever it is, five days a week. It's because they consider it free daycare. And it's, it's convenient. And it's That's convenient. It. It's, just, it's bred into our culture. I graduated college and did not even think I wanted to have children. Yeah. And then I got married and met my husband. And I was like, oh, maybe we'll do this family thing. And then I had these kids and I had this great career. I was making really good money. My husband's like, I don't think you'll happy, be happy staying at home. And it got to the point that, like, all I wanted to do was raise kids who went against the grain. Like, this, our life was just so awful, and I felt like I had to get to that point for me to turn the corner on it. And even still, like, the first few years of homeschooling were so rocky because I just had in my mind of what school was like. And that's not where real learning does not take place inside of a classroom. You know, there was times when I was crossing the street, I wanted to uh, tap the car just to just to let them know that I'm in the crosswalk. Oh, I've done uh, that. I've punched cars. Oh, you have? How about punched in car? Well, do they come out and try to tag you down and beat you up? And nope. although I, mean, I, sus- while, I suspect that Richie Rich. Uh, would get less of that than you would, uh, Sarah. I suspect that you don't look intimidating. I, I don't know. I've never seen you, but I suspect that Richie Rich with his giant beard and his uh, rings in his eyebrow uh, and that type of thing may look a bit more intimidating than you do. Yeah, because I met, I was about to tap the car, and uh, well, she was trying to turn that right-hand turn, and uh, she just was looking at the left-hand side. Just looking at the traffic, and I saw her, so I make sure that I she turned the right. I didn't get hit. I walked really fast, but I was ready to tap her just to let her know I was in the crosswalk. Yep, that's smart. But you know, but I met. That's fine. It might be fine for you, but there was another guy that was skinny. I talked to him, and he 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 punched the car or whatever he did. He had to run for his life. He showed me his pants got ripped and um. And I don't see him in town in Albuquerque anymore. He moved out of town. I'm uh, rather extra careful about pedestrians as I drive. Uh, I I do that because, well, I've been a pedestrian. Like when I didn't have a car for a period of time, I I know what that's like. I've almost been run over a bunch of times. Some friends of mine are, um, uh, one friend of mine specifically made his living as a bicycle courier. Okay, and uh, I can tell you horrendous tales of almost and near and actual crashes okay. that he has been involved in, where he went over a car or on top of a car, and you know had wrecked his bike and all that kind of thing. So, um, I think a lot of bicyclists are asking for it because they're supposed to follow the rules of the road, and they don't do that either. No, they don't they're pay like, the taxes for the road either. They're like they're like a tweener <laughs> culture, right? 
Like they'll they'll pedal up to the red light and just look both ways and then just go and, across, and go. which is fine. But the cops do that too, so sure. But if they get hit because they're doing that, like I don't have any sympathy. <laughs> you were on the bike and you decided like you wanted to take a chance and get spushed. Uh, there, yeah. the, there are as many idiot human bicyclists as there are idiot human drivers as there are idiot human pedestrians. Okay, in in my opinion. Right, uh, because they're just humans, and humans, even the so smartest, bring on the automation, yeah. even the smartest of us, do dumb things. <laughs> Breaking news: This just in, ladies and gentlemen. The Libertarian Party has just added support a secession to their platform. Whoa! Nice. Oh, wait, I can. Oh, okay. can Oh, I can clap now. Yeah, don't it's snap. Okay. Though, no right, snapping. Don't snap. Yeah. Just okay. clapping. Okay. Jesus. Thank you. All right. All right. Round of applause. That's um, very strong. Very strong. I, it's those darn Mises people, isn't it? The, the cock ass? Sure. You could say it. <laughs> cock. The cock. Uh, the caucus. Hand me the caulking gun, will you? <laughs> hey, have you seen my caulk? Grandpa, it's pronounced quiche. <laughs> um, so uh, one of our producers has alerted me. To the fact that the Libertarian Party has added support of secession. Because they had their big convention over the weekend or something. They did something. The the, the Reno Redo, or I don't know. They they had some trendy name for it. I can't remember. Did they mention a certain state or just any state? This is just breaking news. Details to follow. Perhaps. I mean, coming up next. Coming up next. You know, look into it yourself. All right. right? Take your word for it. You're capable. You have (laughs) access to like all of the information of mankind on a pocket device. It began in December of 2020 when the mayor of Highland Park and the police chief dropped by a 13,000 square foot building owned by Justina and Matt uh, Cosbiel. K-O-Z-B-I, I'm not pronouncing that correctly, I'm sure. Uh, for an impromptu fire code inspection. Impromptu. Dun, dun, dun. This building looks nice. <laughs> Be we a could shame. This, we right? could use a few cars. Let's see what we Be can shake out Be a shame if somebody burned it down. <laughs> you know. The city officials found a marijuana grow operation inside. The Cosbills, immigrants from Poland, say they had a state license to grow the medical marijuana. But the city seized the building anyway and held on to it for 17 months. Thought this was America. Without charging them with a crime. Can you imagine? Here come, you know, the authorities, right? And you you, you bought a building, right? Got permission to do the work, too. Got permission to do the thing that you're doing. From the bigger gang. Yep. The state uh, gang. You've got it, you know, in a frame, posted or whatever, right? Yeah. And here comes the town. They're like, yeah, we're going to take it anyway because we can. This is called civil asset forfeiture, for those of you not familiar with this type of a thing. And then they held on to it for 17 months and never charged them with anything. Did they charge the drugs? Because they do that, too. They probably smoked it all. Okay. And then ran out, and they're like, oh, whatever. Are they going to charge the plants with an illegal grow operation? (laughs) Right. Uh, Under civil asset forfeiture laws, police can legally seize property. If this is your first time hearing about civil asset forfeiture, you might think that there's some sort of mistake, you know. This is a, a you know special or one one off case, and like most An of the isolated time, isolated incident. Isolated incident. Yes, thank you. Cler- most, clerical error, maybe. Yeah, something. This doesn't happen <laughs> very often. I assure you. Right. That's some people are thinking that in their heads if they're listening. But I, I assure you, just like earlier, what do you case. mean the police don't have a duty to protect? <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, Wayne County, where Highland Park is located, has an aggressive asset forfeiture program, particularly for cars. It seized more than 2,600 vehicles between 2017 and 2019, raking in more than $1.2 million in asset forfeiture revenues, according to public records obtained by the Mackinac Center for Public Policy. I know you want to don't want to do the math, but that sounds like one car a day. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. They just they stole one. Like well, They just picked a dude at random. Like, we're going to pull him over. We're taking Think his car. car. Well, there's... What are they selling on eBay Motors? Or what two are they years. That's six, uh, roughly 800 in a two-year period, right? Six, so more eight, than that. More than one so a day. More than one a day. 2,600. Okay. In a two three year, cars a day. In a three-year period. Okay. So three years. Three times three would be nine. Two. Two cars a day. All right. Wow. About. About. Thereabouts. In one little county. Yeah. Yeah, this isn't this is this is near Detroit, but it's not Detroit. Okay, you know, so so they roll the car off the factory floor and they go like, "We'll take that one." <laughs> Just pull him over for something. Throw some dude in there and pull him over. A spokesperson for the prosecutor's office said it was not aware that the city was negotiating its own settlement. <laughs> we don't know what we're doing. That's how extortion works. Yeah. They just bypass the legal channels. Today, one day after the WXYZ Detroit reported on the fiasco, Highland Park informed the Cosbeals that it would be giving them back their building. Nice. So, If they pay the back taxes on it. Uh, their lawsuit is still <laughs> ongoing. Now, here's the problem. Uh, another problem, right? So, first of all, the problem is uh, they did this, and they, of course, knew that they were in the wrong, and they wouldn't give it back until the press got a hold of it. Right. Right. And, oh, oh, no, the press got a hold of it. Oh, we should. Hey, sorry, we'll give you your building back. <laughs> Busted. Right. Only because the press got wind of it. Shined a light on the situation. Now, I imagine that this couple is going to win their lawsuit. The problem that I have, of course, when they win their lawsuit is that the money that they're going to be awarded for having their building held hostage, extorted from them, uh, and costing them a whole bunch of time. I don't know if they were allowed to use the building or not during this time, uh, but whatever it is, there's they certainly you know there's some pain and suffering there. Uh, when they ultimately win this lawsuit, the money that they're awarded is not going to come from the Highland Police Department or what? whatever department. What? Where would that money come from? Well, it's going to come from the taxpayers. No. You just heard highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. You can download full episodes, subscribe to our podcast, listen live and more, all for free at freetalklive.com.